was in the stands rooting for our team when I saw the Buccaneers cheer for the first time standing on their hands every move extreme I looked around do these people see what I see these true men welcome back to episode two of Broadway Geek a new Broadway discussion podcast Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to add a disclaimer that you may hear some background noise throughout the show. I did my best to edit most of it out, but full disclosure, I am still new to editing and figuring it out as I go. Hopefully it will only get better with each episode. If you missed our first episode, you can find a link to all the platforms it's available on and listen directly on anchor.fm slash broadwaygeekpod. You can also like and comment on our Facebook at Broadway Geek Pod. Let's start the show. I know my squad is there Cause I've got the Buccaneers here behind me These human girls are superhuman girls And there is nothing that they can't do Nothing that they can't do We have all the squads They're sending demigods And when our powers combine We do what we were born to do Ready? Okay! So before we talk about Bring It On, the musical, I wanted to follow up on Diana, the musical that we discussed briefly last time. And I did a little more research on it. It doesn't premiere on Broadway until November, but it's actually going to be on Netflix on October 1st. They've been doing a lot of musicals lately, it seems like. And it seems just from deduction that it looks like it's going to be more Hamilton-esque, the Disney Plus Hamilton versus Cats as like a movie. That's going to be the example that I use from here on out is Hamilton versus Cats. (laughs) Hamilton versus Cats, the classic. (laughs) And it's directed by the same director as Come From Away and written by the writers of Memphis, which won Best Musical, Tony, and Come From Away was nominated, but it didn't win because that was the same year as Dear Evan Hansen, which swept, like, pretty much everything. But it's probably going to be pretty good. I was a little skeptical just from the premises, but... After I did some research, I was like, oh, this might actually be good. Musicals on recent history seem kind of weird. Yeah. So the actress that plays Princess Diana, her name is Gina DeWall. And I think this is like her first main character mm-hmm. kind of big thing. And then, But she's been in some other stuff like off-Broadway and then did some things... Uh, the La Jolla Playhouse and Prince Charles is played by Roe Hart Ramph okay and I I I looked up (laughs) to see what if he was from somewhere and what that last name was and he doesn't there's like no info about like where he was born on his IMDB or anything and this is his Broadway debut, and the only thing that I recognized him from on his IMDb, Wikipedia, whatever, was Emily in Paris. And I was like, well, who was he in that? 
And he is Emily's boyfriend from Chicago, Doug. Which is oddly not the only time we're going to discuss Emily in Paris in this episode that has nothing to do with Emily in Paris. So stay tuned. Yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So I don't want to take too much time on this part just because we're going to discuss a full episode, but I did want to talk about yesterday the Dear Evan Hansen movie trailer Mm -hmm. dropped and... Again, this looks to be more cats than Hamilton, (laughs) (laughs) where it's an actual movie, and Ben Platt is actually playing Evan Hansen, and the only thing about that is that he originally played Evan Hansen in 2015, which was six Six years years ago. And Evan Hansen's supposed to be like... 17. Six, yeah, 17. Yeah. So 21 is a lot closer to 17 than 27. Yeah. And there were lots of comments about that on the internet. My fa- Two of my favorites were just a picture of him from the trailer because they tried to make him look really young uh-huh. by making his hair curly and messy and the caption just was this is a 27 year old man and then the another tweet was just saying that it said like i'm getting real grease energy from this movie Uh which because they were all old yeah they were like literally 30 was it rizzo like in her 40s i think like the oldest person in in greece was like over 30, like 32 yeah. or 3, maybe older. Yeah. But that was, yeah, Rizzo was, I, I think, the oldest person. Rizzo was Stalker Channing, which she's, I mean, even the name does not sound very young. No offense to Stalker Channing, who was a lovely first lady on West Wing. The only other observations or questions I have is whether or not it is a musical. So in the trailer, the only character that you see singing is Ben Platt as Evan Mm -hmm. Hansen. You don't hear anybody else singing at any point or see them singing or dancing. I mean, there's dancing in the musical, but even it, he's so the only place they show him singing is he's on the stage singing "You Will Be Found," mm-hmm. but even in that song, that's like a big song, yeah. like everybody's singing, but he's still the only person. So that's why I'm like, is it actually a musical, or were they just like Ben Platt's going to be the only person to sing? Or is there like over like musical over the scenes, like where somebody else is singing and somebody else is acting? I, I don't know. I have lots of questions. So Julianne Moore plays Evan Hansen's mom. As in Clarice? Yes. And I don't think that she sings. Like, I don't recall I've her being a singer. never heard her sing. And... She did an SNL episode. That's the only thing I could think of that she could have possibly sung in. And, but Evan Hansen's mom... I'm totally blanking on her name. She has a name in the in the show. But she has two like she has 
two or three songs, uh-huh. like solo songs. So, I don't know. And then Connor's oh. mom is played by Amy Adams, who I feel like she maybe was, she has sung in something. She was in Enchanted, and there was singing in that. And she was also in um, the Muppet movie. <laughs> 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 she has a very wide variety yeah, on her because she also resume. was in office and there's some other weird thing i'm sure she's been on too but. but yeah so i don't know if it's like a true musical so that'll be interesting to see what they do with that so that's all the news i wanted to talk about today so let's jump into talking about Bring It On, the musical, which you selected. I did select it. Bring It On, the musical, is what it is called. Right. I'm not just continually clarifying We need to We need to mention every time that it is the musical, <laughs> the so musical. you do not confuse it with the movie, which is just Bring Br- It On. Or the sequel. The, or, There's like four sequels. Or the sequels There's, to to uh, bring it on, which are bring it on again, bring Bring it it on all all or nothing, nothing. bring it on in it to win it, bring it on fight to the finish, bring it on worldwide cheer smack, and next year's bring it on Halloween. Why is there another one? Okay, now that we've wasted some time on that, bring it on the musical is a musical with music by <laughs> I just like the how, how that was written with music by Tom Kitt and our BFF Lynn Manuel Miranda and lyrics by Amanda Green and Lynn Manuel Miranda and the musical is loosely bold italics underlined loosely based on the 2000 film and i did not know that going into listening (laughs) i thought it was exactly the film and i was trying to remember the characters names and i was like i don't remember these being (laughs) their names but maybe i mean i haven't seen it in like 10 or 15 years so but then i looked up and i was like oh these were not this is not even the same thing at all so very loosely it is loosely based on the film the musical premiered in atlanta in january 2000 atlanta 11 2000 Atlanta. 2000 Atlanta. I'm sure that that was like a Y2K thing they came up with. Oh yeah, that would have been a good one. 2011, and then a national tour of the musical played in major U.S. cities from November 2011 to June 2012. And then the touring stage production began previews on Broadway in summer of 2012 at the St. James Theater, and I believe that you had some I, notes about I do. that. I do, because I'm always interested in, like, what has been at that theater, like, how long it's been around, and I have to be very careful, because I, I will sometimes say theater, which is the most, like, southern thing you could say, but um, it was the original home of Oklahoma, The King and I, Hello Dolly, 
and the producers, and it was most recently the home of Frozen, which apparently Disney decided they did not want three musicals playing on Broadway at the same time, so Frozen was the one they cut, and they left Aladdin and The Lion King. I think those were doing better anyway. Yeah. But it had a pretty limited engagement there. It only played from August 1st of 2012 to December 30th. So four months, four four months, months. and it it hasn't been on Broadway since. However, it is, if for some reason you're listening and you are British going to England, (laughs) it is playing at the Queen Elizabeth Hall on a very, very limited engagement, December 8th of this year through January 22nd of next year. So basically what you're saying is nobody's really had an opportunity to see this ever. Right. But you can listen to it on Spotify. And we're going to talk about it. And we're going to fill you in on the parts that are not on Spotify. Because there is a lot of dialogue outside of the songs that is important to the plot. Right. And... You can pick up on a lot of what's going on, but a lot of it, there's there's a lot of details that just aren't there at all unless you read it or see it. So you know how you use the, um, the Cats versus Hamilton thing for whether it's a stage production or whether it's like an actual like movie? Mm-hmm. Should we use Dear Evan Hansen? versus Hamilton for how much of the plot you can discern from the mm. recording cuz this is definitely Evan Hansen-y. I think so. I would I would put it between Evan Hansen and In the Heights. Okay. But speaking of In the Heights, this so as we mentioned earlier, this was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. This was written after In the Heights, which debuted in 2007, mm-hmm. but it was before Hamilton, which debuted in 2015. And the reason that I mention that is because we will likely make comparisons to both of those musicals. Yes. Okay, we're going to jump in. I'm going to read the very vague synopsis from Playbill, and then we're just going to start talking. Okay. Two squads, one mission Claim the title at the National Cheerleading Championships. The challenge? Competition between the two teams is nothing compared to the competition inside them. And these girls can bring it. I don't know, like, if that could be more vague. That feels like that was, like, <laughs> like Lin-Manuel Miranda's assignment that they gave him. They're like, now write a musical about this synopsis. Like, it's like the synopsis was done before the musical. Yeah. So I'm not going to list off all the characters to start. We can just talk about them as they pop up. Yeah, that works because I'll be honest, I don't know all of their names. I don't either. They're not all named. Right. And if they have a name, it's not one that they mention. Right. But I did want to mention the main character who her name is Campbell. That's her first name. Mm Mm-hmm. Like in the movie, her name was Torrance, which is also not a name that people usually have. Her name's Campbell. She is played by Taylor Louderman. 
and she is a rising senior at Truman High School and it starts off when she is just being named as head cheerleader. Side note that Taylor Louderman is also the OG Regina in the Mean Girls musical. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned maybe last time that there's That's some, like most of the cast is Skyler is Karen, who from the movie was the one that on Wednesdays they were pink. Um, okay. And the other person who is not in the play is um, Ashley Park, who is in Emily in Paris. And she's the one that tries to make fetch happen. She's Gretchen. Gretchen Wieners, is that it? Yeah. I honestly have no idea. I'm trying to remember the names from the movie. So, the musical opens with a little short inter not interlude, overture is what it's called. A little mm-hmm. overture, like the track is literally called Overture. Yes, it <laughs> it's like 40 seconds, little instrumental. That's mm-hmm. why I said interlude, because I was trying to say instrumental. So it opens with that, and then it goes into the opening song, which is called What I Was Born to Do. And this is sung mostly by Campbell, and it is about how she grew up watching the cheerleaders, and she's like, I've always wanted to be a cheerleader, it's my dream. And it's sort of an intro song to everybody else. Two, which is sort of a Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah. trope. It, it is very, very... It's kind of halfway... As you mentioned, it's kind of halfway between In the Heights, halfway to Hamilton. Although I think the Alexander Hamilton song already existed at that point because he performed it in 2009 at the White House. So, oh. yeah. Well, they don't... But they don't even introduce all the characters in the song. True. Uh, just the characters that are important in the first part of the show which are Skylar Kyler who are both cheerleaders Mm -hmm. and Steven who is her boyfriend who is Campbell's boyfriend and then we get a random cameo by Bridget who I'm just gonna off the bat say I don't like that Bridget's whole thing is that she's she's fat. fat That's the whole, every single thing about her. When I have gone through and tried to find productions that were, like, watchable online, I I found one and they deleted the Bridget character entirely. Deleted? Yeah, they deleted her. She's like... (laughs) An eraser? Yeah, no, she's deleted. (laughs) It's a digital... (laughs) Delete. Delete. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't like that at all. And it's not just that she's fat, like, they made her fat and a nerd like she couldn't just be a nerd she had to be a fat nerd and and she's like if you if you see she's like hollywood fat right yeah no i I went and i watched uh because i wanted to see like what the choreography looked like and i went and watched like the today show or no it wasn't the today today show it was the macy's thanksgiving day parade and like yeah she's just like no, a normal sized person. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't look like the size of somebody who would be like your stereotypical cheerleader, right. but she's just like a normal sized person. And then, of course, they put like a sweatshirt on her mm-hmm. to make her look even bigger. And I think I'm pretty sure she's wearing glasses. And they do her hair like kind of like sloppy. Well, no, they 
they had her hair like in little pigtail buns that made her look kind of childish i don't know i didn't like anything about that so i'm just gonna get that out there and but in this song it i guess that she's the mascot like she plays the mascot who is apparently a, a parrot. parrot. Yeah, because they're the buccaneers. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. And my earlier, I mentioned to my brother that I had an astute observation. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> and you're just going to have to follow me here. Okay. So the overture plus this song, What I Was Born to Do, uh-huh. reminded me very much of the beginning of Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. Because, and then especially when I went and watched the clip, it's her like walking down the stage okay. through all the characters, and the beginning part is like the instrumental overture right. that kind of like I don't know what happens there in this show, but you know like that's when they like first present yeah. Jesus, and um, but yeah, like her walking through the like through everybody, and um, then I was like. She's a leader. People, she has followers. She was born to do it. She, she gets betrayed. Uh huh. So what you're saying is this is a Christ story. <laughs> well, I didn't know if maybe because Lin Manuel Miranda is like a huge Jesus Christ yeah, superstar no. fan that maybe this is like this is in some realm like this is a nod to that. There's that theory that there's only like seven different stories. And they're all told in different ways. I, but no, that's really interesting now that you say that. And and also I, later on in another song, like I think he has another uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber like nod in there. But I'll talk about that when we get. You to know that he song. does. So the first song opens. I really like the song. That's my uh, that's my last like yeah. note about it so, is that I really like the song. There actually is a there's a TikTok trend based on that song for the my name is Skylar part. Oh, I think I've seen yeah. that, and I didn't actually put together what that's, it was. Me trying to figure out what that was from is actually how I ended up listening to the entire musical the first time. Got it. So after. The opening song, the next song, and I guess the next thing that happens in the show is, um, well, Campbell, the beginning of the song, I don't think she's the cheer captain, but I think either by the end of the song or maybe yeah. like right after the song, like she's named yeah, cheer she's, captain. Yeah, she's up for cheer captain here. And so the next song is about the tryouts. It's called Tryouts. And it is sung by Skylar, and it's just a little quick short song, and she's, I'm not sure, I was a little confused, I wasn't sure if, like, she had never made the team, or if she had was just talking about, like, all the times she tried out and did make the team. No, I think, I think they must have tryouts every year or something, because she, she definitely is looking forward to being a senior and being mean. Also, my quick astute observation... Is her name is Skyler, and he was in the middle of writing Hamilton. Oh yeah. When he wrote this, I'm sure it's just a coincidence because he was looking up. I mean, obviously the fact that the girl changes her name to Kyler to match is they're the Skyler sisters. Um, <laughs> to match is is kind of probably just coming up with like millennial type names, right. which are Campbell Skyler. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, what happens after the song? I guess this is maybe in the dialogue portion, but Skylar and Kyler both make the team, and I think Bridget, who we previously mentioned is the, quote, fat girl, quote, she tries out but doesn't make the team, and another girl, her name is Ava, but it's spelled Eva. And it's pronounced both Ava. ways. There's. I think they just say Ava really? on the soundtrack. But she makes, or Campbell takes a chance on her and lets her on the team. She's a sophomore. Remember that name. <laughs> Ava. The song after that is a solo song by Campbell is called One Perfect Moment and it's directly after the tryouts and she's just talking about I guess the pressures of becoming the cheer captain and I I felt like this was a very this very much reminded me of like a Nina song I I was getting ready to say it's like breathe <laughs> yeah no that's exactly I wrote exactly that like even I even before I went through and was like mentally making notes like that's what I thought was this is like this this yeah. reminds me so much of breathe and i think the the weird thing and we didn't mention it but this is the one musical he's written that's actually been put on broadway that he is did not cast himself in right where where would he have been cast anyway i have some thoughts later oh. I, I i think i actually had a note about tryouts that i Maybe oh yeah I did I put it in a different place. The very beginning of tryouts is the same beginning notes as Stay Alive. Uh huh. And every time I've listened to this because I listened to it a couple of times, I thought I like act like it's so much the same that I act I thought I hit a button and it like shuffled. It takes a wildly different turn. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it shuffled my Spotify or something, or like I accidentally clicked on the Hamilton tr- soundtrack. Uh huh. Every time. Every time. I, I can't... That was just a, a note. No, it's like you said. We're going to be comparing a lot of Hamilton and uh, in the Heights because it's his body of work. After the song, One Perfect Moment, the following song is a little... This would be an interlude. Yeah. Is Welcome to Jackson. However... There is a lot uh-huh. that happens in between these two songs. Yeah. So, one perfect moment, Campbell has just been named the cheer captain. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden... <laughs> she's at another she's school. She's at a different school. I mean, you can, you can... I mean, they even say in the school that she got transferred. Mm-hmm. So, you can put that together. Yeah. But where? What happened? Yeah. So... What happens is the before she so she finds out two weeks before school starts that she got redistricted, which mm-hmm. they later make a joke about, which understandably because it is hard yeah. to say. There's apparently a joke when they're talking too that that's a callback to. Okay. So before that even happens, it's the summer and the cheerleading squad goes to cheer camp 
And there's the whole thing at cheer camp, like the spirit stick Mm -hmm. thing, like in the movie. And from the movie, I remember that the, like, it's bad luck if you drop the cheer stick and like, or spirit stick. And that if you win it, that means either you're going to go to nationals or win nationals. It's something lucky. Like you want to win it. And so that whole thing is in the musical and Eva or Ava who is the sophomore that Campbell kind of I guess makes a risky move on mm-hmm. I almost said hiring her <laughs> what, what would what takes what? her under her wing makes her her right hand man yeah so she is feeling nervous because she doesn't want to like ruin everything and drop and like drop the spirit stick and so Campbell takes her aside to encourage her but basically tells her that she would be third in line to be cheer captain if something happened to... So if something happened to Campbell, then next in line would be Skylar. Mm -hmm. And if something happened to Skylar, next in line would be Kyler. And if something happened to Kyler, then next in line would be Ava. Right. That is... I wrote a little, like, star squiggly line important important <laughs> star squiggly line so remember that there's succession it's not a cheerocracy as they say in the movie do they say that yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so after that after they get back from cheer camp that's when i guess campbell finds out that she's been transferred to another school mm-hmm. which is i guess a jackson, jackson high, school. high school they don't they just call it Jackson. Jackson. Um, but I guess it's Jackson High School. And from the summary and I guess just the vibe that it's an inner city school. Right. Which that follows the movie because the movie, the other school's in Compton. And right. they're, they they're also... They both green. Yeah. The school and the other movies, the Clovers... Which in this one, they're, we don't, don't know, know what, what they, they are, are, but they have a leprechaun mascot. Maybe which, they're the leprechauns. Yeah, which I feel like they're making a joke there as well because they're not Irish. So, Campbell gets transferred to Jackson High, and the song that's like the introduction to Jackson High is called Do Your Own Thing. I really like the song also. And during the song, she finds out that Bridget, the fat girl from the other school, Truman High School, was also transferred. And Campbell is not happy about it, but Bridget is because she is like, nobody knows me here. What is she? She says something like, it'll be like till lunch yeah. that they figure out I'm a spaz. And. One of the... So, Campbell's main lines in this song are... Like, what she says over and over again is that... I'm looking for someone to follow so I know my way. And I thought this was a kind of... um, I'm not really even sure what to call it. I want to say callback, but maybe kind of a... Response to... In the first song, 
when she says, I feel like I'm a part of it all for the first time, and if I ever fall, I know my squad is there. So yeah. she's like, she's saying like at her old school, she knew who she was and knew what to do, and there were people there to literally catch her. But at this school, she doesn't even, know, like she literally has no idea what to do. Which actually, which will makes your reference will make sense in a second because there's also you say the thing about there's no way to catch her because she had a squad which we'll see in a second there's no squad whatsoever right so during also during this song we meet the queen they're called the queen bees who are danielle the queen the queen of the queen bees i guess the queen queen queenest bee the queenest of bees is her name is Danielle and just side note her voice is amazing like I think she's the best singer in this show I looked she won an Olivier award for um playing Tina Turner yeah no she's gonna yeah. no she's the like, Tina the mute Tina the musical Tina. is coming back to Broadway in the fall and she is Tina Turner so um Danielle I, I can't I didn't make a note of what her name is but she's she's great and no, the other queen bees are nautica who we made excessive notes about her yeah because <laughs> we knew who she was <laughs> she is played by ariana debose who is i recognized the name immediately mm-hmm. when i saw it and she plays the quote-unquote bullet in the og hamilton cast and She's also in, and I looked, she's in Summer. Oh, well, more, no one I know, cares about that. I know that. that. I'm just she, like, i just like. My other, a, a bigger, like, role than that was be she is Alyssa Green in The Prom on Netflix. And Alyssa Green is, there's two, like, The Prom is about two uh-huh. gay high school students. Like, she's one of them. So, okay. she's, like, a main character in that. Um... Yeah, that's a little bigger than... Oh, no, I just was, Summer, the musical. I, the musical we will not see. <laughs> <laughs> and the last queen bee is La Cienega, who is transgender. And this is the first transgender high school student portrayed on Broadway. I would react to that, except I think I have that word for word in my notes. <laughs> uh. So that's cool. And that also helps knowing that, with, because in another song that we'll get to in a second, La Cienega is talking about, I think, talking about being transgender. Yeah. And that makes the song make more sense. And it also makes sense, where because I was thinking about, like, that's very specific, where they say teenager, but then you start thinking about it, and they usually used to throw in, like, adults, and it would be as jokes. They mm-hmm. would make jokes about it, and this is kind of, like, a very accepting they put La Cienega in there as a as a main character and it's not referenced it's just no it's just there she is yeah so that's the so this this song I think mirrors uh the first the first song um what we were born to do because that song is kind of the introduction to Truman High and this is the introduction to Jackson High and the people there and 
I guess during the song at some point, the Queen Bees, this is, I don't, did I mention they're like the dance, they're the, like the dance squad? You didn't, okay, well, they yeah. are. And I guess they, they're, I mean, it sounds like there's some kind of dance break. Like yeah. there's a there's like a long instrumental break in the song, yeah. and then there's people in the background going like, "Whoa, yeah, get it, girl," or whatever. And I'm pretty sure they're having like a dance break there. It's like the cat's dance break, but more, <laughs> more hip hop. Hip hop. Yeah. So <laughs> more than three notes. After the song, this is not on the soundtrack, but what happens? I guess between the two songs is Campbell is like wow, y'all are really great dancers. You should be a cheerleading squad or, like, form a cheerleading squad. And they're like, hell no. And... I think they even say that in the song. Well, the name (laughs) of the song is literally, We Ain't No Cheerleaders. So that's their response. (laughs) And I don't really like that song to be honest. I don't either and there's some weird thing like would a cheerleader do this? What what are I don't you know. doing? What are, what they are they you doing? doing? That's what I was I was thinking that too. <laughs> um but I I don't know. I just just from the even just the previous song it seemed like they were more hip hop and like this yeah. was almost like it it kind of like felt like Diana Ross yeah. or something to me. It just I don't know. It didn't seem to fit with the characters that they had created. It was really kind of I didn't like the song, to be honest. The song after We Ain't No Cheerleaders is called Friday Night Jackson. However, like previous songs, a lot happens in between these two songs. So the Queen Bees, who we just detailed, they decide that they like Bridget and -hmm. they accept her into their group Uh I guess Bridget's a good dancer I don't know they never really say and her name starts with a b so it might I don't know although nobody else in that that's no she would be the only one yeah but they still don't like Campbell I guess because they didn't like her being a cheerleader and suggesting that they be cheerleaders yeah so Campbell This is all me just reading the summary and trying to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I guess Campbell goes to Bridget and says, like, they still don't like me. And Bridget's like, it's cool. We'll go to where Danielle works and try to win her over or whatever. And they go there, and I think she works at, like, a burger place. And I don't know if Bridget is like, hey, Campbell's really cool. You should friends with Campbell or something but Danielle still is not interested or buying it and then I guess when they're leaving Campbell like tells off somebody in the parking lot or something did you do you know what's going on here there I found a clip of that song online and it's something like like a rude it's a rude customer okay but and she like tells her off yeah okay and that's like that's the thing that, like, makes her cool to Danielle, I guess. And so Danielle's like, you can't join our dance troupe, but you can be the mascot. Which is basically, like, <laughs> flipping her and, her and Bridget's Bridget. roles. Yeah, oh, good good job, yeah. So the song Friday Night Jackson is the next one, which 
is, I guess, I is that are they like at a basketball game or they're, a football game? I think they're at a basketball game. Okay, so they're at a basketball game, and even though they don't have cheerleaders, the dance squad performs at games. Or maybe it's a football game. It doesn't it's matter. The, it's a game. Because it's the fall. It, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess the dance squad performs at games like cheerleaders. Like cheerleaders. <laughs> but, you know, there's always that weird, and this is, there's always that weird, like, schools will have a dance team and cheerleaders, and it's very hard from the outside to tell the difference between the two. Yeah. Oh, there was a note, and I don't honestly don't remember what song it was in, was it this one? Or was it the other Jackson, Jackson song? I just like there was the line where, so there's another character we haven't talked about yet who, he goes to Jackson, his name is Twig, who I assume is a skinny, lanky person. Uh-huh. And of course, he has a crush on Bridget. Uh-huh. And, but I think he says something like, you're looking fine. And she says, the only (laughs) it's It's in, it's in Welcome to Jackson. It's in Welcome to Jackson. Let me read read the exact, because I don't want to, I don't want to paraphrase it because this is the, so one of my other, one observation I made is that this is much more like, I didn't I didn't even mention it at the beginning, but the very beginning, I really got the vibe from the movie. Like the very first song, mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, this is like the movie. But like after that, no. Like after yeah. that it it was it felt more high school musical yeah. to me. I was I that was an observation I was gonna make is is that actually um it seemed kind you expect it to be kind of Disney Channel movie ish. Yeah. Which actually in one of the sequels, oh, Ashley Tisdale was the person I believe, or had a song in it or something. I don't know. But where is this, Bridget? I'm trying to find her exact quote because the reason I said that was because the movie is much like there's the movie is is funny. It's more crude yes it is i guess they're more not stuck stuck up isn't the word that i want um like they're much more like this is more like i said high school musical yeah almost like feel good and this one and like in the movie they're much more self-centered kind of deal yeah the movie is the movie is a much more um yeah, I I get where you're going with this, that. but the reason I just wanted to to read this line was because this was the only thing I think that I like laughed out loud. Uh huh. And <laughs> so Twig, who I said was the skinny guy, he said, "You looking fine?" And Bridget says, "Jinkies." <laughs> who cares? But she says, "Jinkies." No one has ever said that to me before with the exception of a hobo once and my youth pastor and it's the line delivery too yes <laughs> the line delivery is funny she she actually just says it it's not yeah. like sung or anything but yeah i thought that was really one of the only parts jinkies is I... a very scooby-doo thing jinkies. to say I... zoinks <laughs> uh okay 
So, during the song, during Friday Night Jackson, why did I, why, how did I get on that tangent? I don't know, but I liked it. Okay. So, during Friday Night Jackson, they were, we were talking about how they're at a basketball game, maybe. Or a football game. And Some sort of game. And as we previously discussed, the dance squad performs at said games, and since they have let Campbell be the leprechaun mascot, I think in this one, in this song, there is another dance break. There is. And she, like, does some crazy dance, and it impresses them. They're like, oh my god, she can dance, she's so cool. Yeah, because... Cause like I said, this one there there's actually a clip of this on this one on YouTube, and it's like she's really bad at it at first, and then she like figures out how to dance like the leprechaun. Right, and then there's another there's another character who we haven't mentioned yet. His name is Randall, and he has crush or he decides during this song that he has a crush on Campbell, and his reason is because she is brave. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was his reasoning. And it, it has, it has, in my opinion, the most cringy line in the whole, the whole musical where he actually says the line, "Bring it on." Right. And I, I don't like how it shows up there. There is a song, two songs later, called "Bring It On." That's a good song. It works. Though. It works. In that song. It's just when they have the forced delivery of the title of the show or movie or play or whatever. Because I think in the movie, they never say bring it on. Like, there's there's that, like, scary movie parody that people think is from that movie where one of them says bring it on and the other one says it's already been brought in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. That's not actually from the movie. That's from a parody of it. Okay. So, after that, and they decide that she's cool... They, so the next thing that happens, the next song is called Something Isn't Right Here, and this is another Campbell song, and after she's had her Friday night game or whatever, it actually says that she receives a Skype call, so I don't know if somehow in the show they like show them on video or something but it says she gets a skype call they can do it in evan hansen so i know but i'm just saying i don't know what they're doing like i'm just guessing we can do it in 2021 we know for sure so she gets a skype call from skylar and kyler who tell her that they like that skylar is she failed. Skylar failed. So, so Skylar failed, so she's she can't be cheer captain. And then Kyler got mono, so she can't be cheer captain. So now e- Ava is the new cheer captain. And this song, obviously, is called Something Isn't Right Here. It means that Campbell is suspicious that right. this happened. And so... She goes over. This is this is during the song. So the the Skype call that I mentioned is not during the song. That is something I had to look up. But she during the song she goes over to Ava's house to confront her. And Ava answers the door. And I saw like pictures of this when she answers the door. Campbell says 
nice hair. Uh-huh. And it's because she is literally dressed identical to mm-hmm. Campbell. And then she says, she confronts her like, hey, this is not a coincidence. Like, what's going on here? And then, like, her boyfriend, Stephen, like, pops around the corner. Uh-huh. Turns out that he's there. So, again, something isn't right here. Yeah. And I guess the conclusion of the song is that, well, Campbell's like, Ava did something. Yeah. I don't know what she did, but something isn't right right here. here. (laughs) And she did something. And, but Kyler and Skyler, they're not on board with that. They're like. She gave me mono. Yeah. Yeah. Because she has mono and she's like, how, how would she have done this? And they're like. She didn't steal your boyfriend like your boyfriend loves you. Yeah. You're like, you're delusional pretty much is what they're suggesting to her. There's a line in there that I like, which is, you're, there's no way you've studied trig yet because she's a sophomore. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So, after that, oh, okay. So, after that song, I guess, again, not in a song, is that Campbell decides that she's going to get back at Ava by entering into the national competition and trying to win. So she has to convince or she has she doesn't she needs a squad. Yeah. I I believe what happens is she finds out that Ava's mom is on the school board. No, that's later. Is it later? Yeah, that's okay. like at the end. Okay. Never <laughs> mind that. So she knows that Ava's done all this stuff. Because, I mean, like, she stole her boyfriend, yeah. and she knows she's behind it. So, so her plan is to enter into the cheerleading national competition and try to win and try to beat her. The only thing is she doesn't have a cheerleading squad. And Danielle and the Queen Bees were already very offended when she suggested that to them initially. But she comes back to them now that she and Danielle are friends. And she says, hey, if we do this, if you, like, help me form a cheerleading squad and we enter this national competition, one, we're going to be on TV, which is true. Mm -hmm. And two, the winners get college scholarships. All the winners get college scholarships. That is not true. As Mari Povich says, that was a lie. That was a lie. She told a fib. <laughs> However, I guess because they're at this inner city school, that is, that, that is what wins them over. And the TV thing. Like in like two songs yeah. later, they're all the like, TV thing we're going to really be works. famous yeah. and fortune. Or like fame and fortune. Yeah. And yeah, they're, they're like really into being on TV. As if when cheerleading comes on ESPN, if people are like, what else is on? Yeah, yeah. Nobody sits there and watches that. <laughs> Nobody remembers who they yeah. saw. So, I think that's the. I think that's the end of the end of Act One is the Bring It On song, which is where Campbell decides we're gonna bring it on, uh-huh. and that that's like the conclusion of that the first act. 
So the second act opens with she's already convinced Danielle and the Queen Bees to form a cheer squad with her. And the first uh, song in the act is called It's All Happening, which I like this I song. I like this song. But I don't know, like, the style is, like, kind of weird to me. Like, I feel like it doesn't fit into the show. It's kind of the come curtain up kind of style. Like, if that makes sense. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could see it, like, as a... Because you don't have to flow from anything. You just yeah. kind of have to watch out Yeah, it's it. kind of like it's its own entity. Yeah. So... This song is, she's already convinced Danielle and the Queen Bees to be on the cheer squad, and they decide that they need, they're they're talking about how they need some more people, and that Uh they need some guys to be on the squad, too, and so this song is them trying to convince some of the guys to be on it, and they keep talking about the fame and the fortune, and I guess the fortune would be their college scholarships that are not actually real. Yeah. And then they form the team, and I guess they go to um, tryouts for nationals, and that that's when they have the song, the better song. I don't know if something else happens after yeah. that. I honestly didn't make a note. I I will say that in the "It's All Happening" song, though, that's the song where I really, really like. That was, you know, I said there was, like, a part where I felt like there was, like, a Lin-Manuel Miranda rhythm to it. Mm, and mm-hmm. it's it's the part when they they lie to the guy about um, Michael Jordan being a cheerleader. Um, because they saw it on Wikipedia. That's not true. Michael Jordan was a junior varsity bar- basketball player before he was varsity. I didn't, I didn't fact check that, so I but, just believed it. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's also the joke, is it's on Wikipedia, so it has to be true. But he does, there's that whole, that whole um the guy's name is cameron but he's like has the rap of like picture me wearing the two three yeah which sounds it's a very lin-manuel miranda rhythm and it's also like lin-manuel miranda you can just call him lin okay our buddy (laughs) lin it's like it's a very his like references because he talks about like dribbling around without scotty pippen which is such a specific 90s child reference which he is uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It just, that just feels a very, very kind of following his, his style. Cool. So, at, like I was saying, that after that, after they get their team together, that they, I guess, try out. I was uh-huh. audition. Try out for the national competition, and they, I guess. Does she have to have, like, regionals? Yeah. Yeah, it was something like a pre-competition. Yeah. And so they place for that. So they get to go to nationals, and Truman is also there, and they get to also go to nationals. And then Skylar has a song, and I don't like the song. It's just how she's saying that Truman is better. Uh-huh. Like, all the other cheerleaders on the squad are like, oh, hey, they're pretty good. And she's like, we're better. It also has, like, a very, like, jazz handsy so that no that that actually so the end of this song is what i feel was the andrew lloyd weber nod because the end of this song is almost identical to the end of like the pharaoh song yes and joseph and rum tum tugger and um 
Herod's song yeah, in does. Jesus Christ Superstar. It's got kind of that, like, I mean, literally, I don't even, did they say, she like, says, oh, oh yeah. yeah? She says, yeah, oh, yeah. It's got, like, so if you have heard any of those songs, you, like, as soon as you listen to it, you'll go, oh, oh. yeah, that. <laughs> like, it has the very, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So, after that song, so the next song, something else happens off off song. It's all happening. Is that Twig, who we mentioned briefly, asks Bridget on a date, and Bridget says no. And it's, and then I think the queen bees are like, why? Why'd you say no? And she's like, I'm self-conscious about being fat. And so, the song, It Ain't No Thing is I guess just to like um, pick her self esteem up or, yeah. or just be like oh it's cool you're fat it's also the only song that know. Nautica really sings in she, they sing it they Nautica and Cienega La Cienega have a like the, a little bit of rap in the um, it's all happening yeah during the song it ain't no thing it is just Nautica and La Cienega. I thought it. I thought Danielle was there too, but she's not. And they are just encouraging Bridget to, I guess, to just love herself, even though she's a little overweight. And they say it ain't no thing. And then all of a sudden, Bridget is like, "Oh my God, I love myself. It's Let a- freedom ring." literally a line in the song i know (laughs) (laughs) and she decides or they tell her to actually go tell twig that she does want to go on a date on friday night and yeah people in musicals are very very easy to convince of things yeah it's just like a few songs earlier well, she's like a new person at this new school. Like this is definitely how she would have reacted at the old school and but she also would not have had friends there that would have encouraged her. Right. So that's just more of her growth as a character. Next song. Oh. This song is <laughs> So I mentioned very, very briefly Randall, the character oh, Randall. This, song. <laughs> this is the this is the if you if this was a concert and I needed to go to the bathroom, this was when I would go to the bathroom. I was like I literally looked up to see if Lynn Manuel Miranda wrote this song. I was like, he probably didn't write this one. Like I just I was in disbelief. But so, I um, previously mentioned Randall, who decided that he liked Campbell because she was brave and a, lip, and a leprechaun. Uh-huh. And a hottie and, to boot. And brings it on. And she brings it on. And so, in the couple of clips I watched, Randall is... Oh, they just... I don't, oh, they just... So, the song is called Enjoy the Trip. Is he like a hippie? Of course he's a hippie because in the song he talks about how he was a nobody until he was in a bathroom stall and the janitor knocked on the door and says, have you ever heard of the The Grateful Grateful Dead? Dead. And then there's like a 
Grateful Dead like guitar riff in the song. And the song's called Enjoy the Trip. So here's here's a sidebar. What a long strange trip it's been. Yes. Okay. So the sidebar is the the other writer of this of the show, not not our Amanda buddy Lynn. Green. Yeah, Amanda Green. She wrote a bunch of music with Trey Anastasio, who is the lead singer, head person of Fish. Oh, okay. Well, so they've got this guy dressed in that, like, I don't know what it's called. You know what it is, what I'm going to describe. It's like that kind of bagging poncho poncho yeah like yes he's wearing a poncho and like baggy jeans his favorite band's the grateful dead like this guy was in my high school looks like he smells like (laughs) patchouli yes (laughs) he was in my high school 100 percent. but so this the reason he has a song is because he asks uh campbell on a date and i guess they go on a picnic and I think she's feeling the stress of nationals coming up because mm-hmm. they made or they qualify for nationals and he just gives her some very grateful dead advice which is just to enjoy the trip. I feel like he didn't understand what that song was about. Yeah, not that <laughs> kind of trip. He's like, "Wow, 26 hour drive. What a long strange trip." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after that song, that, oh. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, Lynn. I just, actually, I think I had right up here who wrote that song. No, it's it's not on there. We'll, like, we'll never it's, know. I'm it's just the, it's the a one-till of this one. I'm gonna, you mean a new-till? A new-till, whatever it is. The one that, useless. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new-till. <laughs> So, after that song is, um, we get a look into Ava. So, earlier I mentioned that, well, first I mentioned that you needed to keep in mind that there was the succession of the cheer captain. Mm-hmm. And so... During this song, the next one is called Killer Instinct, which is Ava's song. She has one and a half songs. And, <laughs> I mean, she does. Like, the other one's literally, She didn't like, even sing in the other one. I think she just, like, has a fit. Yeah. And during this song, you find out what has happened. This is the part with the school board where you thought that, um... Campbell found out earlier Mm -hmm. I don't I well I still don't think she found out here this is like Ava just like a monologue yeah she's like having like a monologue she's not like she's not um she's in her like she's not confessing to that she's not confessing this to anybody she's She's in her bedroom because it's supposedly she's in her bedroom that looks exactly like Campbell's bedroom oh yeah and so she says she says in the song that she blackmailed her mother who sits on the school board to get Campbell transferred and ripped from the life that she knew 
and also that she hacked the school system and changed Skylar's grade from a D to a F. Then she hired some sick guy to lick Kyler's <laughs> toothbrush so she contracts mono. Now, no one is left to be captain, so they had to turn to her. So, in the previous song, Something Isn't Right Here, when Campbell suspects that Ava is behind all of this, even though it seems absurd that, you know, like, right. she would get mono and she would fail and she would get transferred, like, all on one person. Like, she actually did do all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, as crazy as it. <laughs> and I, I, every time I hear this, I think of, like, what a wild gamble that is that the, like, licking the toothbrush actually paid off. Yeah. And she, there's also, in this song, which I think is a testament to when it was written, there's a Bristol Palin reference. So that actually was something I was going to bring up was that I had to look and it's not because this, the musical, I think the first production of it you said was in January 2011, which um, they have a reference. The two baddest bad people they come up with yeah. are Genghis Khan yeah. and Bristol Palin. And then in March 2011, Book of Mormon came out and, like, two of the baddest bad people are Genghis Khan and Johnny Cochran. Which not are, the same. Which are both not, um... Yeah. I feel like Johnny Cochran holds up more as a reference. Bristol Palin... Yeah, I didn't even I didn't, know what they were referencing. I didn't know Bristol Palin was, like, an evil person. It, the, the note on... Lyric Genius says Bristol Palin seized her opportunity to become famous and claimed it. But did she? She was but Sarah Palin's daughter. That was her, like... Also, she's not famous yeah. anymore. Like, that's Wasn't I... she famous for being having, like, a teen pregnancy and that really was the... That's, that also seems like something that would get changed if that turned into a movie. Because that... Yeah. But... Anyway... This song is Ava revealing what she's done and her plan and saying that in order to rise to the top, you have to have a killer instinct and that Campbell did not have that because she said that she was trusting and fair and Lord, that's the crux of her problem right there. And it's, it's kind of a throwback to the, the song at the beginning. Um, not the first song, but the... The um, the one where Campbell's praying. I'm totally blanking. Oh, yeah. one perfect moment. Yeah, I feel like that. It's a direct callback to that. Got it. So the next song, after Killer Instinct, which I totally forgot about, and I guess I totally forgot to mention, or I guess I didn't realize where this happened in the show. But I think you said that it happens during the terrible song. Yeah, I think the terrible song ends like with an interruption. Okay, so what happens is that Danielle and I guess everybody else finds yeah. out that Campbell lied about getting the scholarships from the competition. And that was that was a deal breaker for them. Yeah. And I guess that would also fit in musical timelines because it's one song. The problem lasts one song and then it gets solved. Yeah. 
Yeah, because this song is called We're Not Done, and it is Danielle and Campbell, and the song is basically just them making up. And yeah. she's like, I missed you. I missed what all that we did when we were a dance troupe for like one yeah. song, two songs maybe. And uh, they decide that they miss each other. They're sorry. Or she's sorry. And that they are going to... I, at one point, Danielle's like, well, we could just wait and just graduate and just, you know, leave this all behind. Yeah. And then Campbell's like, or we could just finish what we started you and I and so they do and that for this song I don't know this one just I doubt it was like a call to but it reminded me of um Wicked the song gosh it kind of really does the song is called oh my god what's it called because I knew you uh-huh. no no it's called for good that's what the song is called. It's yeah, called very... For Good. And it's the song right at the end before they separate. And they uh-huh. say, and they're saying like, it very I'm a better person be because I knew you. Yeah. It very easily could be that. I mean, consider who wrote it. Yeah. Giant Broadway geek. Yeah, yeah. So they decide they're going to, they're still going to go for it. They're still going to go for Nationals. Because I guess being famous on TV is, is good enough. Uh-huh. So... Plus, you can enjoy the trip. Right. Okay, just a couple songs to go. The next one... So, the next one is Legendary. It's not really a song. Is I don't... It, is, are there lyrics? So, no, there's a lot of lyrics, but the I've looked and it appears that the person who sings this song is not like a character in the musical. It's just like an over... Oh, yeah. It just says lead vocalist. Yeah. It's just like an over... A person singing over them doing Probably while cheerleading. Cheer- yeah. Okay. So that's another note I wanted to make. So, well, this song is Truman... Truman... This is their routine. Yeah. The legendary is Truman performing at the competition... When there was one line it says like you're obsessed with us uh-huh. or something I thought that was funny um groundbreaking soul shaking one one note I wanted to make was that in the original Broadway cast most of the or um I think it was either most or all of the swing were actually cheerleaders uh-huh. and not Broadway da- or dancers or Broadway dancers yeah. like they brought in actual cheerleaders so I that's actually what made me want to go look and see like what it looked like because uh-huh. I was like oh I bet the like choreography and also also the choreography is done by Andy Blankenship who did Hamilton in the Heights which he won best choreography Tony for and there was one other credit I don't remember but he won a Tony for that too so the the choreography is obviously good spot on and but yeah, that's what made me want to go look and see because I was like, oh gosh, there's like real cheerleaders, Tony Award winning choreographer. Like, mm-hmm. it probably looks really good. And so that this song's about the routine, followed up by, I think before we get to what's the other school Jackson's routine uh-huh. is I. I'm not sure you might have to help me. I think that somebody calls Ava out on what she did. Yeah, they like figure out what she did. And 
She basically isn't apologetic about it at all. No. She says she's the 1%. Yeah. So that's that's her song and a half that I mentioned. It's literally like probably less than 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's, it's literally called Eva's Rant. Or yeah. Ava's Rant. That's very hard. And so, yeah, she just basically says, like, I'm not, I'm not sorry. Yeah. And she's, what she says, I'll still wake up a winner and you'll still wake up you. Mean. So, um, Jackson then performs with the song. The song that's playing when they perform is called Cross the Line. And... From what I read, their performance is incredible. And I think that they bring a lot more another summary I read was that it was it looked it was like totally different than what everybody else uh-huh. was doing. So I guess they took more of the dancing elements into it. I had some problems with some of the lyrics of this song, which were Ready, okay. No, it was, or maybe it's the next song. Oh, we don't need first place. We know how bright we shine. And if it all goes, if it all goes away tomorrow, we'll be fine. I don't think anybody entering any competition is like, I don't need to win. Why are you there? Like, why are they there? That's the whole point of them being there was because Campbell wanted to win. Right over Ava so I don't know I was like I don't think they actually feel that way there's also the the name of the song and the whole thing's a callback because earlier in the musical they talk about how they'll never cross the line and I think it's actually in Born to Do or Born to Do what I was born to do Born to Do <laughs> Born to Do <laughs> something like Xan to or something <laughs> it's like isn't that a lady no Born This Way that's what I was I combined Born This Way and what I was born to do Okay, so, yeah, I just had an issue with that lyric. Well, they have this amazing performance, and guess what? They They don't even place. What? They don't even place. Uh, Truman High School wins. Uh Uh-huh. And this team doesn't even place. What message is that sending? It, It sends... I'm not sure. I know in the movie, the movie, they don't win either. But then there's a sequel. Yeah. Which, one of the sequels, a lot of the sequels don't even have cheer competitions. Like, one's in college. But the thing about the, like, yeah, they don't win in the movie, but, like, this isn't the same vibe as the movie. Yeah, no, it's not. Which leads me to closing song, which I think I hate more than, than the trip song. I really do. Like, I, the, so the last song... Is called I Got You. It is the most bubblegum high school musical. So I um that they thing that they could have plugged into here. I am I That's have, my opinion. I have never seen Pokemon. I don't know anything <laughs> about Pokemon. But like when they're naming all these people that are like famous pairs in the song Pikachu that's not a pair no that's like saying I got you like friends and Rachel yeah no that's exactly (laughs) right that's exactly exactly right so the song is is 
literally I, one summary I read of the song. It was like they didn't win, they didn't win or place in the competition, but, but they, they had won the, friends. yeah no. It was like but they had the best thing of all, friendship. <laughs> it's that thing. It was the real win was the friends we made along no, the way. No, it really is. No, that's that's what does it say? It says the I got you sees. The Jackson and Truman squads unite in an upbeat song about lifelong friendship. As far as final songs in musicals go, like at the end of High School Musical, we're all in this together. Like sort of the same theme. That what that song is better. That song is better than this song. Just gonna just gonna say it. But I've never actually seen High School Musical, so I don't know. Oh. I, I believe you. Wow. If the, my only feel, so the last song, the song before this was, was another kind of not real song. It was because they were um, performing. It was yeah. when Jackson was performing. I felt that should have been the last yeah, song. It should like, have been. It, it felt like a last song song and to they're, me. And they're also actually singing in it, too. So, I mean... And I think if it ended on that, that would have been good. I realized that there are things that happen after that that make it not be able to be yeah. a last song. But you know how, like, in um, in Book of Mormon, like, it ends, and then they have, like, the, another yeah. song, but it's not really part of the plot. It's like, you know, they're yeah. all singing and stuff. If it if this was like that, maybe that's what this is. But is I don't it's like think the it it's is. like the ovation song but or the the Joseph Megamix. I don't know. That's the best ending song. Yeah, I love the <laughs> Joseph Megamix, but I don't know because I mean stuff had to happen after that. I mean, I guess it happens it's, in Book of Mormon too. Yeah. I don't know. I just I was I was really disappointed when I got to this is the final song. I was also disappointed that this is what they performed on the Macy's the Macy's thing. parade. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the, I I think I think I think it could have they could have figured out a better ending. It's just it's really 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 cheesy. Uh huh. And I'm not gonna like harp on this song for the next five minutes or anything, but. Bring It On, the musical, was nominated for Best Musical Tony that year. And when I first finished listening to this for the first time, I literally thought, that song is why it didn't win. Like, I really thought that. Because in, there's a similar, not really similar. So, have you listened to The Prom or, like, seen the Netflix version? I have not. So, in, in, I'll just mention this really quick. The same sort of the same thing happens in the prom. There's a really, really bad, really, really, really cheesy song uh-huh. in the middle, which actually in the movie is Andrew Rannell's song. Uh-huh. And but with him doing it, it's like so much better. But when I saw it on Broadway, I was like, oh my god, like I'm embarrassed to be watching this song. It's uh called Love Thy Neighbor, and it's literally referencing the Bible. It's just so not a good song and it's so awkward and weird and like that like that was my feelings about that because the prom was up for um best musical year before last too and I was like oh it's not going to win with that song but I mean it was up against Hades Town but 
Anyway, I digress. It was also up against Book of Mormon. This? Yeah. It was? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what else came out that year? There was Catch, something else big. Catch Me If You Can, The Scottsboro Boys Sister Act. Oh. Oh, but Book of Mormon won. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, so, well, we referenced so it kind of it. It didn't have... Oh, wait, no, wait. That's 2013. I'm wrong. It, it came out in 2011. It was not until 2013 is when it actually... So I will tell you, Kinky Boots. Oh, Kinky Boots. And Matilda was the other one, probably. Uh, it, was, it was Kinky Boots, because yeah. I remember reading that, and I... Because when you didn't say Kinky Boots, I was like, really? It was Book of Mormon? Yeah, it was Kinky Boots. Okay. Well, that is all of our take on Bring It On the musical you can listen to it as well on spotify and next time we haven't decided what we're going to do yet we had a couple of actually thoughts. i thought what the Uh-oh. musical we just discussed was the one that you threw out kinky to me boots. i thought about doing kinky boots because there is a live version on Broadway HD. Okay. We also talked maybe about the last the last last one that I suggested suggested was Moving Out, the Billy Joel musical. Oh yeah. There's also a bootleg of that. So, we may do Kinky Boots, we may do Moving Out, we may do both. So, we hope that you enjoyed the show and we hope that you'll join us next time. Gotta do one and dine, but keep this in mind. Imagine the nights, imagine the people, imagine us in the middle of the crowd. Imagine the fame, imagine the fortune. It's all happening.